Hi everyone, I'm Cassie Randolph. And I am Joe Turpel. Wait a second. Uh, We're here at the second episode <laughs> of the Ultimate Surfer Post Show podcast. The T-U-S-P-S-P. <laughs> We're going to recap episodes three and four of the Ultimate Surfer. We're going to cover the barrel challenge. Party waves. Team swaps. And so much more. We're not going to tell you who our special guest is today, but it rhymes with... Facing the farm. Oh we'll give you that hint. Goodness, you just gave it away. Let's do this. <laughs> Okay. All right. Episodes three and four. Got a lot to cover here. A ton. <laughs> Lots happened in a short period of time, Cassie. It's so funny when Jesse Palmer comes out and talks to them, I feel like flashbacks to Bachelor. <laughs> like every time. It's there's so many similar moments of the even just addressing them and when he walks up it's like, okay, something's happening. Is yes. Jesse kicking people off? Like say your goodbyes. I'm like oh. Say your goodbye. That's a trigger Stressed for you, hearing huh? that, yeah. That's emotional. Just say goodbye to a lot of people, you know? Gosh, there's a lot of tears in The Bachelor when that happens. Say I your did, goodbyes. Yeah, lots of tears. Wow. There's lots of tears at every moment, yeah. every turn. Jeez. <laughs> there's actually been no tears on this show they so far. hide them? Is there a place to hide? I don't know. Maybe it's because they're like competitors and stuff. Right. They're like really strong. They don't want to show weakness. Yeah, they can't or else they would feel weak. Gosh, I know. <laughs> really, there's some. Uh, I feel like things are changing a bit with the vibe there. Are they getting used to this whole being filmed I feel like all day long? Fully getting more comfortable. Even like during that party scene, you see them like relax, hang out. I feel like they don't notice the cameras and the mics as much anymore. There's pure happiness. There is. There. They were really excited for that party. They were having a good time. You could tell. Wine is nice for that, but I think that was actually a nice. Like they finally are like, we can finally enjoy that we're here. We know the format. We may, there'll probably still be surprises, but now understanding there's challenges, surf offs, and they're all feeling more confident. And they've all stayed. So I feel like they're like, okay, I actually have a shot at this thing. <laughs> yeah. They know what they're doing. And they're probably like day 10 ish into it by now. Or you were saying like, maybe yeah. A week? It's a pretty busy schedule, you know? So yeah, now they've been acclimated to the heat, you know, summertime, mm -hmm. central California. They're starting to understand what it's all about. They're starting to get better at the wave too. So. Yeah. Yeah, they've had plenty of chances now. I feel like when I started to get comfortable, I'm trying to remember when I ever felt comfortable while filming. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I ever fully got comfortable, you know, maybe around the second week. So that's probably what they're feeling, you know? Finally. Like, okay, I can speak up a little more it's crazy the comfort factor of being personally invaded probably you get okay with that and maybe that helps you be kind more of. comfortable in your skin if you have nothing to hide yeah i think when you're in that and doing it all the time it makes you feel more comfortable and then like you revert right back to normal when you're not mic'd up and being cameras all over is there anyone on the show you're sort of like wanting more of i mean we're getting a lot of koa because he's a hilarious human being mm -hmm. i feel like bruna and mason both of them i mean we're gonna talk to mason later and kind of get his opinion all on everything but i definitely want to see more of him i'm wondering if he i mean we heard people talk about how he's kind of been more reserved maybe of the group and i'm wondering if he's just like more shy or not used to the cameras or just kind of holding back a little bit because of the whole reality aspect to it it's funny because i remember my sister's roommate in college got on the prices right 
mm-hmm. her tryout, she was just over the top nuts. And they're like, you, you're on the show, you know? Is there that element, like in The Bachelor, like people are trying to get airtime, you're like expanding you know, your personality to another place? It's <laughs> funny because like when I was trying out for a Bachelor, I was like, like major personality, you know? And then you get on the show and you're like, I have to be me. Like, I, I don't know what to do anymore. You know, it's a real life situations. Um, so me and Joe, sometimes when we're trying to stay on topic, get a little scattered. So <laughs> we gave our producer a microphone. Welcome. Ryan Fawcett. Hello, everybody. Thanks for giving me a microphone, guys. Oh, gosh, thanks for keeping us on track. Yeah, thank you. We need you. I, I, I still hold the position that you guys were doing fine on your own. <laughs> but we're scared. We're scared of each other. I'm happy to be a part of this. I'm happy to recap. Episode three and four, which we just watched, which was super exciting. Gosh, it was great. Three, we talked about the barrel riding, Mm -hmm. which goes right into the barrel riding challenge. Welcome to the beach battle barrel roll. But you're not going to be riding in the barrels. You're going to be riding on the barrels. Oh, my God. So that was really connected well. It was really connected. The whole episode is about barrel Tia. of all sorts she's got like gecko feet oh my gosh she was like so low on that barrel so intense i think she found the right stance she didn't move for a while every little reaction to the rest of the barrel she was already nah, i'm not moving she wasn't gonna be beat where koa was doing well but he's like constant footwork mm-hmm. it's amazing to see how much better tia is getting through these challenges every I time know. every time she gets on a wave i feel like she's so much better she's like a quick she's a quick learner learner yeah yeah. Did you see that in person? Yeah, I did. It, it's almost like there's this fear of going like you're going to the surf off, but then you start seeing this unbelievable advantage of experience on the wave and getting confident that you're sending people off the show. And I think Tia, she might've come in going, this is crazy. And then you see her going, wait, I've been here before. And she was in so many surf offs. Every single one so she far. She got so much practice. <laughs> like did they not put that together when people were putting her in? Like she's just not gonna lose you guys. It makes me wonder if they're considering that as they're putting people into the surf offs and you know, giving people waves. It's like, if they don't get eliminated, they're getting better because they're yeah. surfing this wave again. I feel like- by now, everyone should know. Like, okay, let's not put Tia in because <laughs> she's she's not gonna she's not gonna lose. Right. There's so much to think about with strategy. So, you the idea of a team sending their biggest threat in. They're like, okay, we'll give them a chance to maybe fumble under the lights there at night. Maybe something will go wrong. Their mm-hmm. biggest threat. Mm. But then the biggest threat is always going. Well, we need to have a guaranteed win. So then they pick what they think is maybe the weakest team. So nobody's safe. Yes. It's like they're one, the strong team's getting set in. They're going to send someone for a guaranteed win. And you were saying earlier, it's almost like you would just want to be mediocre. <laughs> yeah. Then you could almost be like sliding by. Yeah. You don't want to make too much noise to be like, wow, you're really good. And you don't want to just, you know, have a terrible performance because you look like really yeah. vulnerable. But also, you know, Malia and Zeke, they, they haven't been in a surf off yet. They have were in they? the first one. Right? In episode one? They were in episode two, episode right? Two. I believe. Uh, yeah, maybe. So, yeah, the first surf off. Oh, you're right. And they're the, yeah. You're right, because that was when the team swap thing happened. So episode one, Luke and Anastasia won. Mm-hmm. They sent in. That, that's when the Malia team changed. So Zeke was in there with his first partner, Kayla Durden. Yes. And that team swap and then changed. The power and, couple. And yeah. Zeke got the 9.5 in that yeah. first surf off. And everybody was like, 
whoa, 9.5. We probably <laughs> shouldn't put Zeke in the surf off unless we want to just keep giving him waves. Yeah. It, to be a good, like, strate- like, a strategist, if you will, it's like then you start thinking, if someone's really good, they're not getting a ton of practice, you don't want to give Zeke even more waves and more opportunity to get better. <laughs> so I feel like these guys on the spot, they're trying to think all those scenarios through and I would trying need to, to make write a decision. list. Yeah. I would You're literally person, need like so. a notepad and be like <laughs> It's what we've learned about Cassie yeah. through this podcast. <laughs> You're a list is, person. Cassie's a list person. <laughs> I love lists so much. They really bring me joy. Gosh. Inner peace. With the Marie Kondo. Thing. Find your joy. Is that what that is? I, I is it I think it is. I think I might have messed Like up you that throw name. away yeah. clothes that don't make you feel joy. You throw away lists that don't bring you joy anymore. Oh, I right. don't throw away lists though. Why, what was I saying? I what's like your six hundred? Li- what's your list with the biggest joy you're getting from the show so far? Ooh, I have a lot of lists about the show. I think I'm loving watching Koa like just be weird. It's like Koa. a wild animal, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Just a spirit animal. The show really He's so funny. His personality has really started coming out, especially in these past couple episodes, where he's you can tell that. The people on the show love Koa. Mm-hmm. They're eating it up. And everyone's just going, Koa Smith, tell me more. You know? <laughs> I'm like, that's him. You know? like, he's he's kind of making the show. Yeah. Lightning in a bottle. Yeah. yeah. So back to the, the barrel riding challenge. Oh, we had yes. the wave challenge. Malia and Zeke won. The winners of the barrel ride wave challenge are Malia and Zeke, the red team, with a score of 8.03. Closest team, Julie and Koa, came in at a 7.68. Well done. I remember as we were watching it, all three of us were very surprised that Malia and Zeke won because we thought that Julie and Koa had the best barrels. And when we were watching it, it looked like Julie and Koa were going to come out. They made it seem like it was going to be very close. And then Malia and Zeke came out with the win. And so now Zeke and Malia have to pick who goes into the surf off. It's interesting when you look at waves and you're deciding which one's better. They're all comparisons. Koa's wave with his backside tube technique is flawless. It's so, so cool to watch. And he was the best barrel surfer. Is that how I think? Yeah. And, but in those challenges, it's a combined effort. Mm-hmm. So I think with Malia's score, Zeke's score, even though you know Zeke might have had a lower score than Koa, the team effort got them the win, but it, it's a, it just it was cool that it got to show off you know how amazing Koa is. You know Zeke seems like this alpha dog he is. You know, and it was going wait if they get this challenge win maybe the vibe will change. You know back at camp, but again yeah. Zeke Malia they just got even more powerful. Oh, they got yeah, and they got to choose who went into the surf off. Okay, guys, time's up, and I need your decision. Red team, Malia, Zeke. Who are you putting up into the surf off in a possible elimination? We're gonna go with Tia and Alejandro. What? I wonder if they're all just kind of expecting like, oh, it's probably gonna be expecting us. Expecting the worst. Oh, you know, it's gonna probably be us. Probably a it's good way. Us. You know what's interesting is, yeah, it's, it's like the idea of getting someone off the show, it's like, well, if that's the biggest threat, you've gotta win. We've seen that in different layers with Koa's friends from Luke Davis, not, you know, oh my gosh, including yeah, him in the night surf. Of... He was like, oh God. I mean, but it's about a wind, you guys. It's not about being friends right now. And then with, you know, poor Kai Barger, as we saw, like not getting the extra wave. I know. Kai's off the Koa's show. Just and losing friends left and right. And Koa's found that line of going, 
I can only help. I can't actually help you at all. He's got this individual goal of winning. And you can kind of see that he's a little torn about it, though. No, you know, like he seems like he wants to help out his friend. But it's like this inner battle of like, do I want to win or do I want to help my friend out? And I think winning is taking priority there, which makes sense because it's a competition. Same thing happens on the championship tour all the time. Like roommates, best friends, they tour together, they get accommodations together, and then they open up the draw of the you know second round, the first elimination round, whatever it is. They're going, oh gosh, we have each other. No, and like you're eating together, That's traveling so together, and now it's this weird, awkward thing. <laughs> it's just That's kind of like I would compare that totally to like bachelor stuff because you're all competing for this one guy. But then you make your best friends out of the show. And you're staying together, right? It's like you just can't think about it. It's <laughs> yeah. like you have to compartmentalize like the competition in your friendships. Because you're all spending a lot of time together. Yeah, it's you're, not you're with date each other or whatever it might be. 24-7. Yeah. Unless you're crazy. on a date. Especially on The Ultimate Surfer where they're all really good friends. I mean, well, some of them are really good friends. Koa and Luke or Koa and Kai. You want them to do well. But as we are seeing yeah. with Koa, it's like you don't want them to do too well. It's like that same kind of dynamic. Yeah. And that, ha yeah, that happens in surfing so much. Like just fully off topic, two twin brothers, CJ and Damien Hobgood. There's a point where Damien needed a score in Santa Cruz. It was such an important event. And you're going, oh my gosh, he just drew his twin brother. Life is good. Damien's going to get a walkthrough. And CJ goes up to his twin brother and he's like, if anybody's going to kick you off this tour, it's going to be me. <laughs> and he was dead serious. Oh my gosh. Do you think after that, they'd be kind of like angry at each other or like annoyed or it was just showing just the sibling brotherly rivalry and it came to a crazy height That's in that so moment hard. yeah probably still comes up at christmas these days yeah oh i'm sure but yeah i feel like it's sort of like what Koa's kind of managing pretty well just i think he's going i'm committed to winning if i have to apologize to my good buddies later i'll deal with that when the time yeah. comes yeah, so in the surf off then, we saw, so Koa, like you're saying, he didn't give his extra wave to Kai. Bruna Kai. did get an extra wave from Julie. Oh my oh, gosh. Oh, and good thing she did. Can we talk about that surf off for a second? Yeah, that was, honestly, I remember that moment. That was so painful. So the moment we're talking about, Bruna in the surf off. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> for our listeners, goes and tries to catch the wave and just gets completely passed by. She misses the wave. I am baffled that I missed this wave. I kind of just lay there like and just believe. Thank God for the bonus wave that Julie gave me. I feel like what are the odds she fully misses a wave and has a second chance? Crazy. But it's weird what that surf ranch can do to people. Mm. I've seen world champions of the past get an opportunity to get a wave. They've missed it. There's like you're lining up next to a pole, you're angling towards the middle of the tower, the middle of the, the pool or the basin, and <laughs> you're angled that way, and all of a sudden, you're going, hang on, I didn't start paddling hard enough. I guess I exposed myself. I've missed a wave out there. It's, it's a weird <laughs> thing where it happens, mm -hmm. and I'm sure with the nerves of Bruna trying to save her spot, it's just so, so lucky that she had a bonus. Yeah. Like, what if it ended that way? It was, but that nerve, that's a probably the worst sinking feeling you could have going i just like she missed could it. have oh, done that it felt so horrible oh my gosh yeah i felt so bad for her in that moment and it's weird too because when you're paddling to get on the wave it looks like you have to go towards the train yeah because it's like you're heading towards the poles but as you, as we know you don't actually hit them see that would i uh, that so would it's so deep by that section to make the wave break in the more mm -hmm. shallow part so 
you actually, if you paddled straight on the poles, you're never going to catch the wave. You have to angle in just enough and not too much where you paddle in the middle. So it's like you're taking off at a certain spot. And once you do it a few times, you have it wired. But you could tell for Bruna, she hasn't been, you know, lucky enough to get a ton of rides. And That's what I was going to say. I feel like she hasn't been on a lot of waves. Like I haven't seen her surf it a lot. So yeah, that was, I mean, and she surfed well and get the tough part was it was for Bruna and Kai, you know, good friends from before the show. They hang out, you know, their circle of friends is like included with each other. And for Kai, it was uh, heartbreaking because it never felt like he got to a point where his confidence I was there. I, I was actually really sad to see him. I'm always sad when someone leaves, but I really wanted to see Kai like really excel show what he can do and then same for bruna it was like and same for bruna. she had this like 10 year hiatus from tour yes. surfing she said she quote lost her mojo yeah and that happens on tour when you're traveling you're mm -hmm. away from home all the time and she was in an era where you know the tour was starting to evolve into what we see now with you know stephanie gilmore was very young she's now a seven-time world champion and bruna was like around you know winning one of the best out of brazil and then all of a sudden like boom snap of fingers she was gone so this was a huge opportunity and so we see Ale and Tia come back, Kai and Bruna go home. Yes. And we open up into episode four. We get a little bit of Mason and Brianna at the beginning of the episode, but then we get what I know is one of Cassie's favorite scenes oh, of the entire episode. There's a few things <laughs> oh, that I love about the beginning of this episode. First of all, Joe <laughs> moves. I don't know if anyone caught that. Attention, cow lovers of Lamore. Move your rump roast over to the basin. It's time for your next beach battle. I think you did like three different octaves in it, too. It was like, ooh. Oh, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. That was way better. <laughs> I wasn't planning on doing that. <laughs> oh, gosh. That was awesome. And then you give us your like total Baywatch scene. I was confused how like... You were in the water one second, and then the next second you had a dry shirt on again. I was like, I thought a shirt flew off in the water. I'm it's really hot. I think <laughs> I really dried off in time. It was great. Like stand there in position, and my hair was dry. That was I, all I think pretty we should close watch together. Again. <laughs> I want to watch that scene again. <laughs> it's, one of the, it's one of the best scenes of the show. It oh is. my god! Just watching you in slow motion with Aaron. <laughs> so funny, and then she like stops and points at you great gosh when you get in the water she's like ah. i think aaron was the all-star of that whole whole scene like, yeah you both were the way she talked to the the, the cast members oh on the tower on the paddle you. battle yeah. yeah aaron really held it down that she was really awesome. did and then you guys were up in those chairs as the as the beach battle paddle challenge goes on so you've got each team on a on a board trying to paddle their hardest and alejandro picked zeke to go against Okay, yeah. Why? Why would I you mean, pick Zeke? I I feel like he wanted to do it to like prove something to himself. You know, let's get him out. But I think you nailed it. I don't know if that was the best move. <laughs> Wasn't the right challenge to be like we're going head to head yeah. to settle this? <laughs> Can we talk about Zeke and Malia's noises? <laughs> <laughs> And you were there. That and you <laughs> was amazing. And I get it in a rhythm thing, especially where Zeke comes from. You think of the some of the best canoe paddlers in Hawaii. They have a rhythm. They do that. It's like, huh, huh. Do you think it ho. helps? Oh, yeah. You, you keep your breath and your timing. You're like, and it's a it's a timing thing. So 
he wanted Malia to be paddling together. So it was like So he wanted her these... to make the noises too? I don't know if he wanted that part, but <laughs> 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 But gosh, if you just had that soundtrack, you're just like, what is going on? I mean, right everyone kind of seemed a little like humored. I'm going, Zeke's just using his diaphragm. He's pumping oxygen through himself and he's digging as hard as he can. As and he always does. I think for Malia, she was like, might as well jump on board with yeah. this. With I mean, they're yeah. both really competitive. So I was not surprised. So <laughs> we come out of that. Zeke and Malia win again because they just win things. That um, was really hard, by the way, too. <laughs> they were all gassed. Another was... challenge where they're like, what are we doing? And again... It was so entertaining because it was really, really hard to win that. I mean, how was the strap moment for Zeke? Oh my Give gosh. Me the strap. Yeah. He like jumped up. He was so relieved. Like the adrenaline, you could see it in him. He's not going to jump on his board and do that if that was just a walkthrough. Like, like he gave that everything. I would have been so. Were they so sore the next day? The beat. I would have like been like, I can't get out of bed. I'm <laughs> yeah. not moving. <laughs> Someone feed me. I can't Bring move me my, my arms. In bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but then we okay. have one of the biggest moments to this point of the show where Jesse Palmer says, all right, Zeke and Malia, you guys won. You get to pick somebody from the other team to swap teams. So yeah. they have to now pick two people to swap teams with, and they go with Mason and Alejandro. Good decision, bad decision? I don't know. I feel like it was a really good decision because Tia and Alejandro were so strong. They had to break that up. They had to. Like. I mean, the other option would have been what Koa and Julie we were saying. But I think Tia and Alejandro would have been my choice, too, if I were in that situation. Zeke's smile on his face when Jesse Palmer's like, you get to break up a team. He's like, ha, ha, oh my ha, gosh. ha, Puppet master. <laughs> yeah, came, his face came back. Yeah. It was like Dr. Evil or something. <laughs> <laughs> and it, was, it kind of looked like it was going to really pay off when you see Tia and Mason getting ready for the next challenge, which is yes. party waves. Do you think we should both try to get barreled at the end? No. That's sketchy. Mason and I aren't on the same page. We got to figure out how to communicate and work as a team. And they were trying to plan it out and they just could not vibe. Couldn't on, get on the same page. Couldn't get on the same page. Mason's here like, what are we doing? Are we going for the barrel at the same time? Mason, absolutely not. <laughs> on their side, Ko and Julie are so insane. Oh yeah, we're doing this. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I really wanted to see Ko and Julie get a double barrel. Is that what it's called, a double barrel? Yeah, that was close. That was very close. How hard is that to do? Gosh, really hard, especially on that wave. Mm -hmm. You just don't, obviously, you're trying to avoid collision. But like barrel riding at the surf ranch is different because you basically are staying at the bottom of the wave the whole time. Where in the ocean, you see Klipsakoa and they're moving around, they're changing their rail. Yeah. This isn't the type of barrel riding where you're picking up your rail and moving. You could be on a really flat board and just, pick up speed so it's all about timing where you pull in and staying incredibly low there's not so much like space you know the waves i don't think the wave was designed to have a million people at the tube no. with you, but for julie she was attempting it she was a little out in front but gosh that was the so close. best like, effort slow, you down. slow yourself down <laughs> a little more yeah i was i was so scared someone was going to run into someone i didn't think that was going to i'm just really impressed with the human being of alejandra moreta for me i'm still hung up on things that happened in the past. I, f I remember Brianna jumping into Tia, trying to throw Ollie under the bus to take on mm -hmm. Luke Davis. I haven't gotten over that yet. 
Ole is like water off a duck's back. <laughs> so positive. Brand new day. You're my teammate. You do have my back. And I'm kind of going, no, she doesn't. She will bury you if she has to. <laughs> I literally wrote in my notes, I love Alejandro <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because he's he seems so nice. Like just very positive, Gosh. good energy. Like it radiates off the screen. Yeah. I'm like, I would want you to be on my team. It's like if he had a bully in elementary school, he probably didn't he even probably know had it. No idea. And he probably was like, hey, man. It's I a good way to go through anyway. life, though. Yeah. You know, always staying positive and happy about situations. <laughs> it's so good. We have a lot to learn from him. Yeah. Along with salsa dancing. Oh, my gosh. And the dancing on the wave. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. It's got to be the best claim <laughs> we've seen on the show so far. Yeah. I didn't know that claiming a wave was a thing until like the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. So like, what, what is that? It's like a celebratory moment, but I think there's this argument about it in surfing when it feels forced to get a score or if it's done on a score that's like under an eight point ride or a three, if you're claiming too much, people sometimes get annoyed with it. What do you have to do to claim? Like, does everyone have their special move or something? Like that? Some or? people do. Some claims are really thought out. Really? And so like on the championship tour, we saw this in this season, Gabriel Medina had a really, really great ride and then uh, made it look like he was shooting a basketball as he's falling. That was his claim. That's a claim. Is right? that his signature claim? He changes it he up. Changes that it was up. a new one for Australia. Yeah. Wow. I bet it just like comes to you in the moment. You're like, yeah, it feels so good. I'm yeah. going to do something. There's one of the most <laughs> famous claims. Uh, the late Andy Irons was in a heat with Dean Morrison in Tahiti. And he did a shotgun claim where he got out of the what? barrel and he like shot Dean. He's like, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> and then scores came in and then he lost. No. And Andy Spock talked about it. He's like, oh my God, I couldn't have been more embarrassed in my life. You know, That's... I'm like shooting this guy. And Dean and Andy were great friends. And Dean's going, why are you shooting at me? I think I won. <laughs> you know, That's was... fully a surfing thing because yeah. I have never heard of claims before. Is it, was it, it's David Beckham, right? Who like did like soaring. Oh, yes. Is, is that a claim? Yes. That would be a claim That'd for soccer, a claim right? for soccer. Yes. Yeah. But it's really just a celebration. Yes. Yeah. You can even just like, even if, you know, Kanoe Garashi has one where he comes off a great ride and he has both his fists and he's like, yeah, and he's just like really clinching what and like celebrating. What if you're just excited? Yeah, exactly. Well, I think that is such a good point because the word claim is sort of being like, oh, you're claiming that you got the score. You're claiming that that wave was the good one. But what if you're just stoked? Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like I would accident. I think I've accidentally claimed waves like when I fall off them on a like soft top. <laughs> <laughs> I, and people are probably like, surfers are like, mm, was that a claim of a wave? Can you claim a wave when you're not in a competition? No. You totally can. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and no. the, and But in surfing culture, there's certain waves where if you do, it's like everyone's like, oh, God, did you just claim that? It's like this awkward thing where you're not supposed that. to show how stoked you are. And there's some surfers that are trying to break that mold of being like, this is really fun, by the way. Don't be embarrassed of like letting people know how happy you are to ride so that fun. wave, right? Don't be embarrassed about that. So back to the show. Oh, sorry, mate. <laughs> it's Tia versus Julie in the surf off. Which third time in a row for Tia to be in the surf off? This is Tia's third straight surf off. She's one of the last two where they're powerful turns. Let's see what she can do tonight. Julie is a great surfer, but I know I have to beat everybody if I want to win this thing. I did not come all this way just to go home now. Tia is, I mean, if she comes back to like do well in this show, she has been, she deserves it. She would so much yeah. deserve it. She's been put through so much. 
Yeah, even being like pick last in the very beginning. Right. And then being put in almost every surf off. How crazy is that? Spin the bottle. She was picked last in the schoolyard. It was like Ale and Ale too. We could add him. Mm. They were the last two people there. They became a team by default. Mm. Yeah. And it ended up being a power team. Yeah. They're like, oh, you guys, well, you're too left. You just be a team. And we'll see how it goes. Little did everyone know. Yeah. I'm always rooting for the rooting for the underdog too. So I'm same. I'm excited about this team. Yeah, same. So we see Tia and Julie both having completions in the surf off. I think this might be the first surf off where we see two competitors have full complete rides in a surf off and you really don't know at the end who's going home. I was really impressed with with how Julie did and Tia, really. No, they both did really well. And then Koa has a really good wave. Mason falls off in the barrel. Mason Barnes goes over the falls. That was painful to watch because everything was on the line. Fast forward a little bit and we see Koa winning and Tia win. And so Koa and Tia are the new power team? Question mark. Oh, Koa and Tia are now a team. Right. I didn't even put that together when I was watching it. Right. So in, in episode five, I think we'll start with Koa and Tia being a team. Mm-hmm. Who do you have between Koa and Tia and Zeke? Ooh, and you know, that's a really hard to say because I would say Tia seems like the strongest girl. Zeke seems like the strongest guy. And if you're relying on your team, like it doesn't, it doesn't really matter if the girl's stronger than the guy, you know? Mm. So I don't know. What about you, Joe? Huh? Huh? He? Huh? He? I mean, that team's really dangerous. <laughs> Malia, Zeke, and I I don't know, though. I think what made Koa and Julie so special was their just amazing synergy in beach battles, and those beach battles have played a huge factor mm-hmm. in them being where they are. I don't know. I think they'll lose a little bit of that. You know, I don't know if Koa and Tia will have that same beach battle connection, That's but as point. far as surfer, I mean, Tia has proven every surf-off that she is so good at ripping this wave to pieces. So far, the best surfing we've seen on the women's side. And so that pair, surfing ability-wise, is amazing. But it feels like now that when you get to sent to the surf off, you're on your own anyway. So I'm not sure if Tia and Koa can kind of pick up that beach battle connection that he had with Julie. Yeah, I feel like Tia's fine no matter what because she'll win on the surf offs, as we've seen. But Koa, I mean... He hasn't really been in a ton of surf offs, but he was kind of hanging on almost through the beach battles. Yeah, it's hard to say. I, I think Koa, too. I mean, Koa's had some great barrels, and he kind of it was a, actually a, almost a little too close in the surf off that he had with Mason, mm. where he had the nervous kind of side of it. So I, I think he still Koa has a lot leave. of room to move, though, with, with improvement. And his headspace is so yeah. clear, and he's enjoying this every second of this. So. Yeah, he's his mind. I feel like being positive and happy and like just enjoying it and not really getting in your head has really helped like Alejandro and Koa too. And I also don't want Koa to leave because if he does leave, I want him to come like commentate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's such a character. And uh, gosh, he's an amazing surfer. So it's like his personality, you'd think it's not outweighing his surfing ability Mm -hmm. because he's one of the best surfers in the world. So, I mean, you could throw him into a championship tour event. One's off the top of my head, Pipeline, Sunset Beach, uh, Tahiti. You're going, oh, shoot. If you saw him on finals day, you're going, yeah, that makes sense. Koa's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy good. So Super random off the Koa topic. Well, kind of on the Koa topic. Um, 
I was thinking about how he, how it's mainly the girls who have had alliances. You notice that? Like the guys, like I would think that like Ko and Kai might have an alliance or Ko and Luke, but instead the guys are kind of like every man for himself. Yeah, why is that? I don't know. And is it because they're like, the last thing I want to do is make somebody angry by choosing a side or... Maybe it's because they're all friends, so they can't really pick out of the friend group, you know? Or they're all really intimidated equally of each other. Because it's clear with the women, it's like, you know, for Brianna Tia, that was like instant connection. We want to be the last Mm -hmm. two in this thing. And... Anastasia Malia, that was their original goal. And I felt like maybe Kayla, Julie kind of were yeah. more individuals in that nature. But it was obvious that the strategic planning, we want to get this person out. I'll help you get that person out. We saw that with with the women, but yeah, the men just like, okay, you guys have at it. We'll stand here and watch, <laughs> you know? If anything, I feel like it's all the guys against Zeke. Does it kind of feel that yeah. way? Well, it kind of has to be. It, yeah, it kind of has to be. It's sort of like everyone's goal is to be where Zeke was. For Zeke's goal, he's trying to get back to where he was because he fell off the tour by a very narrow margin. And so for Zeke, he's kind of got unfinished business kind of proving that he's that guy that came from the championship tour and I'm supposed to be the best out of all of them already. Because so none of them else have it. been there. Yeah. And so they already go, okay, well, he's got the most experience. All we're doing is being compared to him. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see what happens because, well, now coming up next, we are going to have Mason Barnes on the show. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with Mason. All right. And we're back and we have Mason Barnes here with us today. Hi. Hi, Mason. How are you? Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I feel like I already know you. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> So tell us about your experience on the show. What was it like being there for you? Um, I'd say it was honestly, you know, one of the coolest things I've ever done. I'm, it's my first time filming something, you know, along these lines. And just being able to be, you know, at the Wayful as, as a surfer for that long was, you know, a great experience alone. So, um, yeah, I had a really good time. Was it awkward, easy? Did it bother you, you know, with the cameras and mics and around the clock just being covered? Was that a hard part of the job to get used to? Yeah, it was definitely um, probably one of the most challenging things I've ever done, let alone like the filming thing wasn't that bad. You know, I've been in front of cameras many times before, so I was pretty used to that. But um, having to perform and actually compete, you know, against such awesome athletes on top of that was very difficult. And the wave itself is hard to surf as well. So um, you have all that pressure, everyone watching you. And yeah, the hardest thing for me was trying to just calm the nerves and just do what I know is best and uh, just try to have fun. So it was it was hard to do that. I was probably like the most nervous I've ever been serving in my entire life, honestly, during the show. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, it's hard because you have like cameras and you know it's going to be on TV and you're surfing. And yeah, isn't so. it crazy, Mason? I'm sure you've you feel better when you watch the championship tour events there because there's something about that place that gives some of the best surfers in the world, world champions, more nerves than any other venue on tour. Yeah, yeah. I've talked to, you know, many world tour surfers about that event before I did the show, and they told me the exact same thing. They they, they are more nervous in that pool for some reason than anywhere else in the world. I don't know what it is. I can't explain it, but it's just something about it. You, you know, everyone's looking at you. You got one wave, and you know it's a perfect wave. So if you mess it up, it's obviously your fault and not the wave. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it definitely shows like you, you see some of the best servers in the world struggle out there. And um, 
yeah. Do you feel it like got to me a little bit. But. Do you feel like it's yeah. like a hard wave or is it like mentally hard? It's a combination of both. It's definitely different than, you know, the normal wave you would surf in the ocean. And, you know, mentally it's challenging as well. So, yeah, it's a combination. <laughs> you had never been there before uh, the Ultimate Surfer started? Well, no, I had. I've been there before. I went with my family twice and, you know, it was very laid back. It was just me, my dad, a couple friends and, um, even then I was nervous when no one was there, no one was watching because <laughs> when you fall on a wave out there, you take it so personally because you see this thing just barreling off behind you and it just every time, like morally, you're just like, oh my gosh, I just blew it. <laughs> when you went, and, yeah. When you went with your family and stuff, what was it like an event or were you guys just like going for fun and stuff? It was just for fun. Um, it was so actually cool. coincidentally my birthday and, um, all my family was in California and we had the opportunity to just go for the day. Um, they hooked us up and, you know, me, my dad, my mom, we all were there for an entire day. It was so fun. It was in the middle of the winter, though. Way different than when we were filming for the show. It was freezing cold. So that was interesting. I'm so jealous. Even though I probably <laughs> yeah. couldn't surf the wave at all. I would like to try, you know? <laughs> you should. There's oh, a lot of settings, go. actually. So yeah. Fun. Some people get their first waves of their lives there, too. Really? Yeah. I, so yeah. Fun. I can't imagine never surfing and then going there and that being like your perspective. Because, you know, if you're, I'd say if you're just learning, you could get barreled, which is crazy. You know, that's something you couldn't do in the ocean. So it's pretty special. I've never been barreled before. I don't you, know what that's we could, like. We could change that, Cassie. Yeah. <laughs> Me, you, Mason, that's a good team. Yeah. 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 Let's go. Please, please, please. please. I'm ready. <laughs> every, every time I've been back, it's still like the most excited I've ever been in, in my life. It, that, that hasn't changed. It's just like a kid in a candy shop every single time. So the thing, I'm ready. The thing <laughs> I was blown away on, Mason, because it's obviously there's different things you learn of where it starts barreling, the difference between the right and the left. When I was seeing you guys pull up to kick off the show, yep. I was going, man, they barely even got to surf before there was like something on the line. I mean, how many, how many warm up waves did you guys really get before everything got serious? And that was part of the nerve. That's where it really kicked in is there was, you know, really no practice at all. And, um, you know, when we were in the pool, it was like, okay, here's your wave. It's coming. If you fall, you're most likely going to lose and go home. So, uh, good luck. (laughs) And you could tell, like, how, how was, like, Barger and stuff? Like, he was falling early, and he, his confidence was gone. But then you're like, it's not like you can jump in the ocean somewhere and, like, surf that feeling away. It was like, you have to exactly. wait till you get another chance again. Yeah, were you surprised exactly. at how, like, few or how little you got to surf? Like, did you, going into it, think you would definitely be able to surf more? I mean, it was kind of like, I didn't expect to be, like, spend days in the pool, you know, before. But I, I was, you know, expecting a little bit more. Um you know, it is. I mean, Barger is a prime example of how hard that wave is surfed. He's one of the most like naturally talented surfers in the world, I'd say. And he, you know, struggled with it at first. He eventually figured it out, but it took so much time. And you know, he's a perfect example of the nerves and how hard it actually was to just wash everything away and just surf. But yeah, the practice thing was definitely one of the hardest things for me because you know, usually when you were in the pool, it was competition time and it was you know you had your game face on and you had your one wave and you better step up to the plate and not fall (laughs) (laughs) so scary i'd be terrified it's wild was it fun hanging with everyone in that airstream camp was it was it relaxing i I know there's obviously a big goal for everybody and that's really clear in the show 
after four episodes. Yeah. But was it cool? Like, was it a good place to hang, or was it was it pretty serious? No, I mean, every we we were all friends, obviously. Um, before everyone knew each other for the most part, so the vibes were good all around. The setup was amazing. You know, it was like being on vacation. You had the craziest gym. You know, great food, great people. We had Koa making us bulletproof coffee every morning. Um, <laughs> Every, the vibes are really good. The second we put on the jerseys and it was time to surf, you know, things would get quiet. Mm-hmm. Less people were talking and yeah, the, the pace would change. But what was other like, than that. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're fine. What was the, was there any moment where you're like, ooh, there's a lot of tension right now? Mm-hmm. Or like drama? I mean, I'm a pretty easygoing person. So from <laughs> my perspective, I was just kind of going with the flow the entire time. You can kind of um, tell. Taking everything <laughs> Yeah, I was just kind of going with the flow. There was definitely people that were taking things more seriously. Um, people were, you know, getting offended and whatnot. Um, no, you definitely come across as super mellow. And I think your yeah. your real person comes through, which is great. I, I was, you know, kind of, for me, I think one of the biggest takeaways is seeing you guys do your thing and yourself in big waves and just surfing people on tour, yep. you know, doing their thing. And all of a sudden this show brought these like beach challenges and, I felt like sometimes I was wondering, like on the boat, when you're going up to that barrel riding thing where you're standing on them, are you going, what are we doing today? <laughs> you know, is it just, was it just such a curveball where you're like, what, what? We have to it, balance it on really this? Was. Like, what are we doing? It really was. That all threw us all for surprises. <laughs> like I'm in the gym every day, like doing balance training, cross training, all this stuff. And that barrel challenge in particular, I could not do it to save my life. It was slippery. It was, I was so uncomfortable standing on that thing. I can't believe I stayed on it as long as I did. That was, it was honestly so entertaining to watch you guys all. And the paddle, the paddle, paddle battle. Is that what they called it? Yeah, the paddle battle. Yeah. That looked hard. It was very hard. Like, I definitely messed up. Each stroke I took, I was kind of um, scooting forward on the board the entire time, which was the worst thing that you could possibly do. So we were just dragging every time I paddled. So, I take the blame for that one. That was all my fault. <laughs> Again, though, it's a and, surprise. Yeah. You know, you you obviously know you need to be a great paddler, and you train for that in different ways. But to do tandem with your partner, and like, oh man, that must have been crazy. Yeah, were you like dying yeah. the next day? Was everyone's arms? Yeah, so I was sore. so sore, actually, <laughs> and just like <laughs> mentally drained. I was just like, oh, losing hurts more than anything, and just going down like that is not not what you want. <laughs> Did you guys get the day off after the paddle thing or did you have to like rally and Yeah, do so luckily like, you know, the days that we had the contest and the challenges were just, you know, anxiety and excited at the same time. Just a lot of emotions. So those days off were really crucial because you're like, Okay, I'm still in the contest. I have nothing to worry about. I can just chill and put my feet up and not worry about anything. So luckily, you know, in between um, competing in the challenges. We had those days off and it was it felt so good every time. What did you do on the days off? You guys just... Absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> just sat around in the airstreams, um, ate a lot of food, drank some coffee, maybe jump in the lake. You know, best case scenario, we get to catch a couple waves. That only happened a few times. But um, yeah, it just felt good to chill and honestly do nothing. That was cool when you guys actually got to hang. I think there's a part uh, we got to see in the episode where you were you were so happy and everyone was smiling, Barger's dancing, and 
it just all of a sudden was it really truly marking a point in the show where the nerves are sort of gone to break in the ice of we've started people are getting more comfortable yeah. you've kind of understanding a loose form i mean you're being caught off guard on what the challenges are but you're seeing what the importance is of the challenges the surf offs it really felt like that was a moment where everyone's like okay finally we can have a little moment where we could we could soak this up yeah yeah i mean there was a lot of trial and error for everyone um people you know slowly started getting more comfortable not only in the pool but just being around with all the cameras so at first it was definitely a little more intimidating and then once we kind of moved in and settled in the vibes were definitely a little lighter everything was a lot easier oh is that like ranchella ranchella right? <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that's when we also see you and malia dancing and koas mentioned something about sparks flying or fire in the eyes or something do you oh, is yeah. that true Koa loved to stir the pot. I was very adamant on just surf, 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 and nothing else. Um, that's just how I live my everyday life. Um, that's kind of that's all that's on my mind. And, you know, Malia is an amazing person. And obviously, I enjoy surfing and hanging with her. But, yeah, there's not nothing there. Um, don't get too excited, people, about that one. <laughs> um, I was getting excited. I was like, I need some stories. Dang it. So you're saying yeah, you didn't jump a fence like enough. in Cassie's show. <laughs> Dang it. No fence jumping. Save the love life for um, my personal time. That's probably, not when there's 100 cameras. Probably pretty smart. <laughs> it's not very fun yeah, having yeah. cameras follow your, your love story yeah, life. I can't imagine. That would be very difficult. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people wonder when the show starts, like, does that happen? They're all in this, like, space, you know? And it seemed like everyone was pretty goal-driven, for sure, to win the thing. And I feel like that's a lot yeah, of the reason there wasn't drama, because, you know, you guys are channeling it into, like, the competition, all the energy. Yeah, I mean, everyone there was, like, a professional athlete, and it's very serious, because there's a lot on the line. You know, like, getting into a contest on the world tour is something very serious and, you know, nothing to take lightly so there was definitely i mean at least from my perspective no one was there to start any any relationship of any sort and it was all just surf 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 win 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 um and that was that's what you know that's where my head was at i'm a very competitive person so um that was the only thing on my mind was winning <laughs> yeah but yeah i enjoyed hanging out with everyone all the girls are cool everyone's cool the vibes are good so yeah all positive and happy. I love it. Like yeah. It. I guess I guess getting into the competitive side then it's as you look back on a heat you lost or when you surf in big waves, you can sometimes look back and be like, Oh, if I could do it again, I'd do this differently or I learned that. If you're going back into the yeah. show once again, knowing what you know now, is there is there anything that really stands out that you would go back and change or do differently? I mean, I would just honestly try to just be more comfortable on the wave itself. Um the nerves when you're just surfing that wave, like we were talking about before, just through the roof. And it's really hard to perform when you're that nervous. So um, just if I, it'd be awesome to have a little bit more practice and really plan out my run essentially a little bit more and uh, just have more confidence on the wave. So, but it's cool that it, it, there was so much nerve the entire time I was there. I was like, wow, like surfing big waves or doing contests after this are going to feel like nothing. <laughs> right. yeah. really, like, it's crazy. I was more nervous in that show than I was, you know, at Nazare when it was a hundred feet. That's <laughs> crazy. I don't know how or why, but that's just how it happened to be. So isn't that like, wild? Yeah. Like what the certain things in life that you do that you get that feeling from and you're like, wow, where is this coming from? Like and Yeah, you, and then you, all you're trying to do is yeah. stop it and control it. And then you always yeah, you, wish you could go back 
and like do it over again, but me- be more confident. Oh, that was me. Exactly. Exactly. I think if I went back, I'd have a whole nother game plan. Um, or I would just be more comfortable in the pool because I've surfed it, you know, so much now. So it definitely be a whole nother story. Yeah. And in the show, we, we see the whole team swap thing happened to you. Um, mm-hmm. How were you like nervous when that happened? And did you like your team? Because you were with Brianna and then you were also yeah. with Tia. Yep. Um, yeah. So I actually originally picked Brianna because I was like, she's an amazing surfer, amazing athlete. We could do really well together. But then when we switched, you know, I wasn't upset at all. And um, it's kind of nice. It's a fresh start. Tia is an amazing surfer as well and really cool person to talk and hang out with. So, um, yeah, I was happy. And I'm, I think Brianna was too. Um, I wasn't thinking much of it. It was weird because when you guys were like trying to figure out the whole party wave thing, it kind of looked like you guys weren't working well together, but I was like, then they performed really well on that wave. So was that like, was it difficult for you guys to come to a decision together? So yeah, we were, we were putting a lot of thought into like actually how to ride from the beginning of the wave to the end. Um, it was really difficult. And in our practice runs, we struggled really hard. And um, I think we were just complicating things a little bit too much and trying to do a little too much. So when it actually came to the contest day, we just took a step back and simplified our plan a little bit. And it ended up working out really well. We just, you know, surfed. We didn't do anything fancy, but we just surfed really smoothly from the beginning to the end. And it ended up working out. We were kind of the test dummies because from what I remember, we went first that day. Mm -hmm. And, you you know, when all... Yeah, so when all the competitors saw like how smoothly um, it went for us, I think we kind of set the bar and um, you know kind of set everyone up to just do that much more. <laughs> it was interesting how that happened with the team swap, and you know from what we see on the show, you know it's like you and Brianna have been a team since the first episode, and mm-hmm. she has moments where she seems like she's frustrated, or you probably your mellow disposition, you fire up competitively in different ways. I mean. We see that with John John Florence yeah. on tour. Everyone's like, is he competitive? We can't tell. You know, we're just not getting anything out of him. And I feel like, yeah. uh, was it, were you kind of like, okay, cool? It was like, was Brianna being hard on you? Were you kind of going, man, this this might be the fresh start that I need with Tia? Yeah. No, I mean, I wasn't necessarily like less competitive than Brianna. I love that fire and I am like that. But, you know, my show, my approach with the show was probably a little bit different. Um, I, I had nothing to lose there. You know, my focus is, you know, the big, big wave scene and push the game, push the levels there and, you know, win a world title there and do all that. Her, her focus is, you know, getting on the world tour. And, um, so this was definitely a lot more on the line for her. And, um, you know, that definitely showed in how serious she took everything, winning and losing. Um, so we're a little different, you know, perspectives there, but, um, at the end of the day, we're both extremely competitive people and we love to win. So, you know, it worked out. That's really interesting. Were there other people there who kind of had different goals as well with everything? I'm not sure. Um, you know, I just kind of came in with that mindset just to take a little weight off my shoulders. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I've got nothing to lose, you know. You know, big waves are my thing. You know, I, I do, you know, how to surf normal waves too. Um, so I just kind of took it that way to you know, take pressure off my shoulders and just try to have fun. And I'm not sure, you know, everyone else's perspective. Like Zeke, for instance, obviously is the complete opposite. You know? His <laughs> thing is winning. He, he, he's been on the world tour. That That's his, you know, bread and butter. So, I mean, that is like night and day from, you know, my perspective on the, on the entire show. 
And um, I was just happy to, you know, be able to surf against guys like that in that scenario. So it was a pretty cool experience. Yeah, it seemed like everything we saw on the shows, it's like Zeke just has his game face on. It's I'm here to win at all costs. I mean, as soon as that moment ends, is he like going up, hey, what's up, Mason? What are you doing? You know, is he was he kind yeah. of mingling like that or no? Yeah, I mean, you look at Zeke and he's like the most intimidating guy ever, but he's so chill and down to earth at the end of the day. And it was really cool to spend, you know, that much time with him and um, watch him do his thing. You know, when that jersey goes on, he's there for, you know, there's one thing on his mind, nothing else. And it was really cool to see that. And, you know, that actually inspired me a lot, um, you know, to kind of put that mentality into my big wave stuff. And um, it's, yeah, it's kind of like that mama, menta- mama mentality. It kind of reminds me of like Conor McGregor or something. <laughs> level of, you know, focus. <laughs> I, like I said, I've brought that into like my big wave stuff now, and it's, it's it helps a lot. It's a big confidence booster. So, what a rad opportunity! I was just thinking, Cassie, like any advice for Mason? How is life's changing as this show is premiering yeah, across the country? Really interesting to see. Like, I mean, you're probably gonna get so much attention from this show. Um, have you yeah. thought about that? I mean, I honestly don't know what to expect. Um, <laughs> You know, people are telling me, like, oh, it's going to be crazy. You know, there's going to be so many eyes on you, yada, yada, yada. But, like, I I don't know. I have no idea what to expect. Honestly, (laughs) you can't predict it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's one of those things you just got to wait and see. But hopefully all good things come your way. I'm sure they will. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. Mason, so good to catch up with you again. Loved watching you on the show. Best of luck, best of waves. For the rest of the year. And for all the viewers out there, uh, where can they find you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. Uh, it's my full name, Mason Heist Barnes. Pretty much my main social channel for now. And uh, yeah, I really appreciate you guys uh, taking the time to chat with me. It was awesome. So thank uh, you. Awesome. Are you verified on Instagram? I am verified. You oh, okay. Blue thing Already right. got that done. Okay. <laughs> I'm still hoping. <laughs> One day. We'll find you a verification. <laughs> awesome, Mason. Right. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Yeah, good chat. Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you later. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Ultimate Surfer Post Show podcast. For more exclusive Ultimate Surfer coverage, go to worldsurfleague.com.